Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Deborah Roberts. Hi, Deborah. Your website is therelationshipprotocol.com. And uh, I am so excited about this. Um, oh, is it also the communication protocol or what, what's the correct website? The website is therelationshipprotocol.com. Yeah. That's the communication model. Mm-hmm. And I created an online course called the communication protocol. Ah, I love it. I love it. Okay. Listen, let's help some people communicate a lot more effectively. Cause I think about, uh, imagine Deborah, how the world would be different if everybody had the skills that we're going to be talking about today. You are a man after my own heart because this started out as a small thought of let me reach some people outside of my office. And it's, I'm on a mission now to do exactly what you're talking about. Cause boy, do we need this. You know, even back in, and you and I were just uh, talking before uh, we, we hit record. So my, my background, or, you know, I went to school for family therapy. My wife is a licensed marriage and family therapist. Um, you know, if nothing else, like just taking a relationship and communications class alone, like one thing that we learned that I, you know, it just seems like such a small thing, but we learned about reflective listening for example. And just that alone, that skill, when especially when things, and and I use this, not just in our, you know, in my personal relationships and family and so forth, but, you know, we use this also in in our workplace uh, is when somebody has a concern, you know, someone's bringing something, there's emotion here involved. Um, You know, I, I think it's just so important that, you know, if if I if I have a disagreement, I, I don't even need, I don't need to be right. I just want to feel heard. I, I just want to feel you know maybe a little bit validated or whatever. And just like so, what you're saying is, or I hear what you're saying is, you know, just like oh, so tell me more about that. Like that. Oh my gosh! I think just if if that's all we accomplish by the end of this conversation, is we can encourage people to just listen and validate and let people and and let people know that they're being heard and listened to that alone would just be completely life-changing think of the marriages that would be saved uh, you know the people that uh you know reduce turnover um you know just creating a much better work environment um what what could happen if we did this work um but again i, I i'm just you know this is just one little aspect of it deborah i would love to learn the the, the precepts behind uh, the communication protocol and the, and the great work that you do well first of all you're absolutely right in terms of the listening everybody wants to feel heard and that is the key to creating a connection heard means i'm listening to you I want to hear what you're saying. I may not agree with you. Oh, yeah. And I don't have to agree with you, but I do need to give you the courtesy of listening. And I can't tell you how many meetings in businesses have changed simply because the person who's in charge realized that, oh, I don't have to solve the problem or agree with them, but I have to at least listen to them and let them know that I heard them. And 
once they did that, it's empowering because it puts us back in the driver's seat of I can just listen. I don't have to solve mm-hmm. um, or I don't have to discount. I can make time for you because we all want to feel like we matter. Um, so the relationship protocol is a communication model that came from my work. I, uh, I'm a conversation expert and I've been working with challenging relationships as a clinical social worker, as a business consultant, and also I do uh, trauma work as well. So that combination of experience has given me 25 plus years of field experience, understanding, and, and many years in nonprofit organizations as well. So combined, all of that experience led me to understand that communication shapes our relationships. It's at the core of everything. I'm not that deep. I don't teach anything too fancy. As I like to say, I don't even think there are four syllable words in anything that I'm teaching. It's very basic stuff that we're all capable of doing. A lot of it is shifting your mindset to how you show up, how you speak to someone, And a lot of it is, I call it turning towards how you want the other person to feel. If that matters to you and you allow that to come into your mindset, that it's not just what I'm saying and what I'm talking about, but the person that I'm interacting with, how do I want them to feel? That opens you up to being a better listener and to not needing to be right or win the argument as Mm. much as a curiosity about the other person. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about differentiation? Because I think this is so vital, right? That I think one way to look at problems, and we've been talking about this, right, is it's my job to convince you that I'm right. And it's your job to convince me that you are right. And so you have this this tug of war, you know, where it's like we're each pushing on each other. Like, you know, I'm going to bend you to my will and I'm going to instead, you know, you think about the wars, that, that would be solved, the, the, the fights, the battles, the contention, the, 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 the relationship, um, uh, you know, these disruptions that last for way too long about this need to be God blankety blanket right. Yep. And I'm sorry to, I, like, to me, that is the, like, it's when, when I really got clarity on this point about stop needing to be right all the time, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Do you want to or show up get along? World as, you know, and always pummeling people to your will? Yes. Or would you like to love and would you like to live your life with compassion? Uh, this, is, this is the, you know, the side of this, you know, where you know, just, it's, you know, it's kind of an emotional thing for me because I know I, I, I discovered how freeing that was. Mm-hmm. It was like, instead, you know, kind of like this, this imagery, imagine like, it, you know, in, in like a, imagine we're arm wrestling or something like that. And so we say, here's your point of view. Here's my point of view. Correct. Here's your point of view. Here's my point. We don't, listen, we can probably come to some sort of you know, place where everybody gets to win here, probably, and, you know, we're also going to have to make concessions, but that's okay. You know, the the world is not meant, you know, everybody doesn't have to think exactly like you do. And, And I see this nonsense, this crap on social media about if you don't believe like I do, then you're an idiot kind of thing. Now, how, how absurd is that? Well, you know, you're, you're singing my song again, 
<laughs> we're birds of a feather, Deborah. We certainly are. I, I, if you think of a relationship or even an interaction and you picture an umbrella over the two of you, the relationship, the business, uh, the family, that's what's bigger than both of you. It's like you're under it together. So if we look at the person that we're speaking with, that we are in this together, we want to have a positive outcome. And it becomes more of a we conversation than an I conversation. It's not just about me. When I'm interacting with you, there are two people having the interaction. And that's part of what has gotten lost, I think, in a lot of these um, difficult interactions that people are having because people get very stubborn and stuck in their ways. And they believe that their fundamental belief is right and yours is wrong. And that may very well be how they feel, but they still need to have the courtesy to hear you out. And again, you don't have to agree, but there is a certain amount of recognition that that the other person has a right to communicate what's on their mind as well. Mm. When you're talking about companies and businesses, a lot of what I teach and, and what my course talks about and what the outcome has been, which is so exciting, is a lot of um, business owners are saying, you know, I knew I had a a good group of employees and I knew my teams did okay, but now they're working together and they're more invested in working together. That increases the productivity. When we actually care about how the other person feels, how the other team is interacting with us, we're not at odds with each other because how we both feel and how what we want the outcome to be is bigger than us as individuals. And that's the key, that for the sake of my job, for the sake of my paycheck, for the sake of the project, for the sake of our family, that's why we lean in. It, we are not walking around as, you know, in silos as individuals. We mm-hmm. have to learn how to interact and hear each other in a positive way. And, and by the way, this isn't corny stuff I'm talking about. This is real life, practical, black and white, this is a good way yes. to do it. And I and it's proven. It works. I've been teaching it for many, many years. Simple stuff, mindset shifts, and things change. So. Uh, you know, you talk about, you know, real world. Um, l- l- take us through an example of, of how this might look, how this might sound, how we can show up better um, with our teams or, or with the people that we love. So in terms of teams, I met with a Fortune 500 company. I had 200 people on the line. And in a very quick conversation, I explained to them that you now have about four different teams that are working on the same project together as a manufacturing company, and they all have different schedules and, and to some extent, different agendas for how they wanted their team or what they needed to accomplish. So they were working at different paces, and they were all doing what worked for them. Nothing was getting done efficiently. And nobody was getting along. They were starting to resent each other. And there was a lot of tension in the office. What we started talking about is, and this applies to individuals too. That's why I'm using it as an example. Here you have a group of people. Well, what if during this meeting, I asked the other people how it impacted them when your team functions as if you're on your own? And they started to hear, well, when you made that decision to take that step on Tuesday, that put us back for four days. And when you did this, my uh, team member was unable to do this. They're not thinking in those terms. We don't realize the impact that we have. Once they heard that, they realized, and they'd all been doing it. 
So they were all guilty of not being as thoughtful about the other person and considerate. So now, number one, they make decisions based on as a group, how can we interact and get be the most productive to get the operation moving forward? But also, when there's a problem, they don't assume that it was done just to mess with them or in a selfish way. The presumption is we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they did it because they thought it was the best thing to do, even though it didn't work for us. So when we give people the benefit of the doubt, which is also a big concept that I talk about, it opens us up to listening better rather than blaming or assuming the worst. So that's also a great strategy is to approach someone by giving them the benefit of the doubt, trying to think of them in those terms, and then you will approach them in a more congenial kind of a way, and you'll have a much better chance at a good outcome without them getting defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Deborah, share with us a little bit more about like how you work, where you come in, how you engage. Uh, Are you doing workshops? Are you working with individuals? Uh, How does that work? So these days, I I used to work a lot with individuals. I'm not really doing that now. I'm coming in to companies. I'm giving a lot of talks to leaders and to businesses. And what I did to reach more people, um, I created an online course called the Communication Protocol. It is finishing up beta, but it's been amazing. It has proven to be exactly what I wanted it to do. They learned the relationship protocol model. It's a 10-lesson course. The lessons themselves are 15 minutes long. So it's very quick to go through it. There's worksheets to personalize their experience. And they have ongoing contact with my um, client relations team. So we are there in the background supporting you throughout the experience, throughout the 10 weeks and longer. And what happens is people start thinking more clearly. Their self-awareness grows. They are interacting in a more positive way. Conflicts are getting resolved. Meetings are more productive. Teams are working together better. So through this course, the communication protocol for companies, we're reaching more people. And soon we're going to be starting the communication protocol for individuals and relationships as well. So I'm super excited to be able to reach more people with this messaging Mm -hmm. and they can go to the relationship protocol website and learn more about me and the model and my book. It's all good stuff. And everybody needs this. Everybody needs to be an effective communicator simply so they can say what they need to say and communicate their needs and get their needs met and feel heard. If I'm the CEO of a small organization and let's say we're getting ready, you know, we're going to have our our monthly or our weekly uh, one hour session on Zoom, what would be some actionable thing that, that that leader can do that they can bring up at that next meeting to help uh, encourage uh, better communication uh, um, uh, across their teams? A big thing that you want to communicate to your team is that everybody in the organization is important, that everybody matters. And to keep the lines of communication open, that we run a transparent company because we want everybody to feel connected. The other thing is, I would talk about commitment. Commitment to the organization, commitment to their job, to their position, and that we all need to show up in a committed way so that we can work together more effectively and efficiently and in sync with each other. A lot of times, individuals don't understand that how they show up, how they do their work, that they're um, 
they say they're going to get a project done by Tuesday. Mm. It's not done. And that becomes a repetitive pattern. They're not coming across as trustworthy or committed. So I think when we talk to people about how you show up and your reputation and what's important is that we're all committed to the same goal, that we're in this together. We support you, but we need you to show up in a committed way. I, I think that's a lovely message that's positive, but it's, it's all about we, us, we're in this together. You mm. matter to us, but you must show up in a committed way. And then we will give you the benefit of the doubt that you are here giving it your best shot. And I think that's really all you can ask of someone. Yeah. Yeah. Deborah, are you, you also have a book. Is that correct? I do. The Relationship Protocol, How to Talk, Diffuse, and Build Healthier Relationships. So I'm on your website, therelationshipprotocol.com. Is, is the book available on Amazon or, or where folk, where yeah. can folks get it? Yeah. It's available on Amazon or you can go to my oh, website and, and get it. Oh, yeah. It. There it is. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. going oh, on. Ooh, you got some great reviews here. It's on Kindle. It's on paperback. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a really easy read and it gives you the model with a lot of examples so you can see how to use it in real life. This is about real life communication, no BS, mm. real life that's applicable at work, at home. Because if you are um, less stressed at home, a lot of us have been through a big change this last year. And to be mm. able to address any concerns or resentments or issues in a positive, easier way, that's going to make everything feel better. It's going to improve the quality of your relationships and your interactions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I, I'm just so passionate about this. And I know that there's someone that's listening to this conversation right now. And uh, maybe there's a relationship um, in the workplace that, there, that there's that there's a lot of tension. Um, maybe there's a relationship in their personal life. Maybe it's with their spouse or their partner, or their loved one, a child, you know, something like that. Um, how can we begin repairs with a relationship that's strained? So the best way is to approach the person from the perspective that I want to get along with you. I want to have a better relationship with you. Whatever it is that's going on, approach them by giving them the benefit of the doubt that they also want to have a positive outcome. But I would say those words. This has been a tough time for all of us. And maybe we can talk a little bit about this so we can uh, figure out what's going on and work through some of the issues that we've been facing because it benefits all of us to get along better. I want to have a better relationship with you. You matter to me, depending on obviously the relationship, if it's an intimate relationship or a business relationship would dictate how you would speak to the person, but go in with an attitude of, I want to improve this relationship. I want to feel better in this relationship. Don't get defensive. Own your part. If they tell you you've done something wrong, you didn't intentionally do it, but you did something perhaps that bothered them. So when we own our part and we take responsibility, yeah. that also helps the person to feel heard. And it's a great way to diffuse um, any kind of trouble that's happening between two people. You know, I, my wife, uh, I was entering into what I knew was going to be a difficult conversation a number of months back. And, you know, my wife gave me some advice going into it. She's like, address the emotion first, validate the emotion, even if you think it's, you know, you know, it's unjustified or whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> right. And so, so that's exactly what I said. I said, listen, before we start getting into, you know, um, you know, kind of reviewing the activities and so forth and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just want to acknowledge the emotion. Uh, I, 
totally, totally validate what you're feeling right now. It, it's frustrating, frustrating for me. Um, and, and I just want you to know that, you know, if, if there was anything that I did that, that kind of led to right. this disappointment, um, I, I just want to apologize in advance. So there's, that didn't cost me anything, you know, and ego wise, what I apologize every <laughs> multiple times a day <laughs> and, and, and apologies just don't, you know, if they're genuine, they're authentic, um, which of course they have to be, but otherwise what's the cost of, of an apology? It's, 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 it doesn't cost us anything, but it means everything to the other person. I wish we had so much more time, Deborah. Uh, I, 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 I want to make sure that folks um, know how to find you. And again, your website is the relationship protocol dot com. Um, right there, they can click on, you've got your online, your new online courses, which congratulations on that. Um, you've got the book, anything else? There are some downloads there that are super helpful also. One is called Tell Me What to Say, which gives you um, a way to start conversations for the three most common reasons why we avoid conversations. Mm. Um, and there's also one for workplace involvement and how to build trust um, among employees, which is an important thing too. And I want to go back to your comment about the apology for one quick second, because I want to yeah, just please. also rubber stamp what you're saying. The, the key to apologies for, for the example, even that you're giving is that you're just apologizing for that interaction. You're right. not apologizing for your entire life. So it doesn't have to feel so big. You're apologizing because in that interaction, you hurt their feelings. I'm really sorry I did that. That doesn't mean that for the last 10 years, this is this big apology tour. So keep that in mind that you don't want them to feel that way and you're just addressing that. I, I just think that's super important to, to close out on, on that note. But I, um, I'm happy to, to um, address anything that anybody needs a little extra support with. You can always email me from my website and I can direct you to um, a download or a conversation that, that could be helpful or the program. So happy to support and reach more people. And it's exciting. Awesome. Deborah Roberts, your website, therelationshipprotocol.com. Deborah, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.